Blog Talk Radio.
Yes. That is life. I go by the name T. Mitch, and it is 10.30 on a Wednesday night, and if those two things are happening at the same time, it means that you are tuned in live to the Neo Soul Show, powered by XCDL.com. For those of you who are avid and continuous listeners of the show, you know that I am not the Q-Man. He is incapacitated at the moment, which can mean a host of different things for anyone that knows him. But in the meantime, in between time, I am going to hold things down. And this is, again, this is the Neil Soul Show. I hope everybody is having a lovely evening. I am not. But the show normally is great when I am not having a good evening. So I am looking forward to everything that we have going on tonight. Uh, big shout out to our producer. I don't know how many internet shows have producers, and I bet that there aren't too many that have a producer that is thorough and professional and great as our producer is. So big shout out to MJ for everything that she does on the Neo Soul Show. Speaking of which, um, booking artists like Lydia Renee, who we just played, um, That's Life. Lydia was last week's guest on the Neo Soul Show. Um, we told her her music was so good and organic and soulful. We were going to open this week's show with that song in particular. That's Life, the song that she said she would open, she would perform if she could perform for Barack and Michelle Obama. We wanted to hear the song. Uh, we enjoyed the song. We hope you enjoyed the song. I do believe MJ is posting the link to last week's show with Lydia Renee. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the Neo Soul Show. Lydia Lydia is at Lydia L Y D I A underscore Renee R E N E. And you can follow her there and you can get the link to the show. Uh, you can also follow us at blogtalkradio.com slash the Neo Soul Show. You can also get Neo Soul Show news at XTDL.com. Big shout out to Sister Sweet in the chat room um, for everything that she does working with the website and working alongside with us we have a a really great show lined up for you guys tonight and by you guys I mean all of you you lovely listeners you really showed out this month um, listening to the show and you have found so many unbelievable ways to listen to the show. I was thrown by this. So shout out to everybody that's listening on their smartphones, their tablets. Because if you have an Android, I found out today you're listening on Pocket Cast. So shout out to all of you who found the Neo Social on Pocket Cast. Shout out to all of the Apple users that are listening on your podcast app. Shout out to everybody listening on iTunes that are subscribed there. And shout out to whoever found the Neo Soul Show on Apple TV. I'm just loving the fact that you guys are, are supporting and loving us and finding us and listening. We hope that you continue to as we continue to try to, as my my uncle and hope that this show would say, continue to come back next week and, and try to do better. So tonight's show is the third week, third Wednesday of the month. It's time for the Wednesday Rewind. So we are going to be joined by the Chancellor of Soul, Mike Bone. And tonight we are spotlighting Donnie Hathaway. Uh, so you can listen either live from your cell phone at 347-237-5212 and just listen to the show. You don't have to worry about being live. 
or you can join us again at blogtalkradio.com slash the Neo Soul Show. And you can join the chat room. MJ's in the chat room. Sissy Sweet is in the chat room. Get you, man, like to go in the chat room. Uh, we are planning to do some giveaways in the chat room, so you might want to, might want to, you know, check that out. So, what we're gonna do now? We're gonna get into some news and events. I'm gonna, do, I'm starting to do news and events a little bit differently. You know, shout out to everybody that gave me their feedback uh, last week. So this is all for you guys. So, in the news and events, gonna go around the globe. That's that's how we're gonna do things this this this, this week and probably going forward. So shout out to everybody down in the Washington D.C. area. This Saturday, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, May 30th at 8 p.m., uh, the Battle of the Best is going to be at the Carlisle Club, and that's at 411 John Carlisle Club in Alexandria, Virginia. Battle of the Best, a tribute to James Brown and Stevie Wonder. Okay, amazing show. It was rescheduled from April. So again, that's May 30th. Uh, doors open at 6:30. Um, it's showtime at eight, and it's thirty dollars to get in. That is at twenty fifty Ballinger, yeah, Ballinger Avenue in Alexandria, Virginia. Again, Battle of the Best, a tribute to James Brown and Stevie Wonder at the Carlisle Club. Shout out to everybody in the DMV area that will be checking that out uh, tomorrow, May twenty first, from five p.m. to ten p.m. Jazz at Harrah's. So shout out to everybody at Harrah's Casino at 777 Harrah's Boulevard in Chester, Pennsylvania. They're going to put on that jazz show. Uh, you're going to get select cocktails, wine, and small plates for $7 only. Enjoy free live entertainment at the Level Lounge featuring Grammy-nominated pianist Matt McCarran and alternative musical artist Michelle Carmen. At the Harris in Chester, Pennsylvania. Shout out to everybody in PA that will be checking that one out. Uh, big shout out to everybody in Denver, especially Such. We was on the Neo Soul Show, trying to get her back. She's doing amazing things out in the Denver area. There's going to be a show at Herman's Hideaway, which is at 1578 South Broadway in Denver, Colorado, this next Friday, May 29th, at 7 p.m. Uh, starting at 7 p.m., Kerry Pastine and the Crime Scene. They're going on from 7.30 to 8.30. Hazel Miller is going on from 9 to 10. And then the headline is Mr. J and the Smooth Expressions from 11 o'clock until close. So the doors open at 7, and the show starts at 7.30, and tickets at the door are $13. Again, that's at Herman's Hideaway. And shout out to everybody out there in Colorado. Hope everything is going well for them out there. I am so looking forward to this one. I won't be at it, but I'll be keeping up with it just to see how it turns out. So it appears every Tuesday, there's an open mic night down on Peachtree, 495 Peachtree Street at E Villa in Atlanta, Georgia. Spotlight Tuesdays, the name of the open mic starts at 8 p.m., so they had one yesterday. They will do it again next Tuesday. It's a $5 cover fee to pay for the band. They have a house band. plays for all performers. And the open mic starts at 8 o'clock. And their valet parking is available. So that, again, is open mic night spotlight Tuesdays at E-Villa on Peachtree in Atlanta. And something that we have not talked about in a while. 
And I think I need to have a comment with Uncle Ray because this is ridiculous that we weren't getting any information about this so that we could let everybody know that this stuff was going on. But the Dallas Neo Soul clientele is having an event tomorrow. Also, for everybody down in the DFW area, the Matchmaker Singles Mixer is going to be tomorrow. May 21st at 6.30 p.m. at Heroes Lounge. That's at 7402 Greenville Avenue. I see a number 23 in Dallas, Texas. So it's not a speed dating event. It is the Matchmaker Singles. And from what I'm reading here, they've done this in the past. It was a single mixer where they actually played a live version of the dating game called The Hookup. So, it should be fun. Hoping that everything uh, goes well. I'm glad to see that uh, that stuff is still going on. You know, we weren't necessarily privy to all that as it was going on, but uh, glad to see that it's doing well. And then Neil Soul, um, the Dallas Neil Soul clientele is actually ranked number 10 as far as members in their meetup group on meetup.com and I was very happy to uh, see that and that's where I got that information from so big shout out again com. we are uh, very very proud of that that's all the news and events so uh, as you can see the Q-Man is still on his way but um, that's one of the reasons why you have a co-host so what we are going to do right now again this is the third Wednesday of the month the Wednesday Rewind. We are spotlighting Donnie Hathaway on the show. So we are going to get into some music. It's the Neo Soul Show. We will be right back. Even your darkest night 
What's up, T Mitch? I'm good, man. You supposed to speak to everybody else before you say something to me on air. You're supposed to be my guy, man. Yeah, and I'm always holding you down, so why don't you go ahead and, and speak to the people who, you know, paid good money, downloaded apps. You missed it. I was talking about it earlier. These people no. have downloaded Android apps and searched and found us to listen to our podcast. You need to speak really? it up. You need to talk oh. it up. For all of you extremely thirsty Neo Soul individuals. Wow. <laughs> we are happy to have you. Welcome to the greatest Neo Soul show on the web, powered by the one and only XTBL.com. How's that, too, Mitch? Is that better? That was very good, especially since I threw some like, slight shade. Because like, X- XTBL is having um, a mixer tomorrow in Dallas. I was like, we didn't oh, get really? a text message or, or nothing. So who's hosting that? You know, um, I don't know who's hosting it. I don't have all that information. Uh, but I looked it up on the um, the meetup group. That oh. and the, you know the the Dallas meetup group is ranked number ten in <laughs> in, in, in in Neil Soul. So really? it was like it was like right there when I when I looked and there it was. So yeah, I gave all those events and everything, like but um. We can we can talk about that off air. Everything good with you? Hey man, I can't complain. You know, everything is everything. I had a good weekend. Okay. You know, everything right. good, man. There were some things I wanted to you know chat with you about, but we're gonna have to do that toward the end of the show. Um, okay. A lot of people are excited. I don't want to keep. A lot of all of our new listeners, shout out to everybody that liked us on Facebook as well. Not to forget you guys, all of the new listeners, let's get right to it. Third Wednesday of the month, it is, it is the Q-Man's favorite Wednesday here yeah. on the Neil Soul Show because it is the Wednesday Rewind. We are, as always, graced, blessed, and honored with um, tonight's special guest and tonight as you saw from the music we are spotlighting as the Q-Man would say the one and the only Donnie Hathaway ladies and gentlemen without further ado I give to you the Chancellor of Soul Mr. Mike Bone good evening good evening yes. fellas how are you All right. it's another good evening Mike how you doing doing good tonight doing good how about you, brothers? How y'all doing? Oh, we're hanging in there, man. Everything is good. That music put me in the right mood. Good. Good. <laughs> yep. Well, it's like you said, the one and only Donnie Hathaway. So he will definitely yes, put sir. you in the mood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know you, man. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I don't know where to start, man. I know you're gonna wow. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Where do you want to start, Boney? You you got the floor, man. Oh, I thought you had a question or something. No, <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for you to the, the Q in there, Q man. <laughs> yes, yeah, I thought he was gonna do that too. He just dropped the ball there. Well, I mean, what could you say about this man? I mean, he's one of the geniuses of our time, you know, uh, late geniuses of our time. I mean, he uh, came along at a right time, you know, of um, the singer-songwriter, independent 
singer-songwriter time of the 70s. And uh, Donnie is, um, of course, you know, he's produced and arranged for Curtis Mayfield and the Impressions in the late 60s. And a group called Unifix, um, they made a big hit called Quarter Love. And, well, actually, a couple of big hits, uh, Quarter Love and Beginning of the End. And they were Howard University students, and that's where Donnie Hathaway originally was from. You know, he went to school with Howard University, and of course, he took up, you know, subjects of music and producing and engineering things like that. You know, and um, yeah, he worked with the great Curtis Mayfield, and you know, in Chicago, and they choice of colors. You hear, you know, one of Curtis Mayfield's wonderful masterpiece compositions that the impression recorded in. And released in the late uh, no, mid-1969 And Donnie Hathaway played keyboards On most of the impression stuff in the late 60s So, um, and like I said I mentioned the Unifix You know, another great group from the 60s uh, That Donnie Hathaway produced And is playing You know, and, and so forth So, as he moved on You know, um, that around that time He met uh, Roberta Flack and they were Roberta Flack also went to Howard, you know, university. So they met, and they didn't really team up until like uh, mid 1971, when they recorded um, Carol King's masterpiece, you know, composition of "You Got a Friend," who, of course, you know, was done by the great James Taylor in that summer of '71. And that's matter of fact, um, they recorded the song and released the song, you know, at the same time James Taylor released his. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there was a soul version, there was a pop version of You Got a Friend. So that was the first duet for them two, you know. But before then, Donnie had produced another master, his first masterpiece album, Everything is Everything. And that's where you hear The Ghetto, you know, um, great composition that he wrote with Leroy Hudson, who uh, produced, later on, produced the impressions and sang with them. You know, um, so, you know, this is like this isosceles triangle, you know, I mean, Donnie and Curtis, and Leroy and, you know, all the great Chicago, Washington uh, people, you know, session players. So, yeah, and uh, that album is a classic as, as well as his other classics that came out like around 71, 72, Extensions of a Man, that's the masterpiece and my goodness, all the way up to, you know, 1980, you know, his last recording with um, Roberta Flack back together again, and You Are My Heaven, and two years before that was, uh, of course, um, you know, The Closer I Get to You, you know, which was another masterpiece. What could you say about, you know, this music and this man, this mad musical genius of Donnie Hathaway? You know, that's just what he was. And I got to mention the live album, too, which is a collector's item. I mean, that album alone inspired a lot of people, especially in the neo-soul uh, mm-hmm. genre. You know, a lot of neo- neo-soul artists considered that album, Donnie Hathaway Live, to be their inspiration, basically. So, mm-hmm. you know, he does a wonderful version of What's Going On, Marvin Gaye's What's Going On, which I really should include it, but I didn't have... I, I included it in the mix, but... I couldn't get it through to you guys. The, the, the file was too large, and I included that so I had to edit that. And um, but it's a wonderful version of what's going on and the ghetto, you know, mm-hmm. where he does live and he kills it. 
absolutely kills it. So that is a must for everyone's collection. It's Donny Hathaway Live, you know, if you can find it, you know, uh, vinyl or CD. And the rest of his others, you know, LPs and stuff like that. But, yeah, Donny was a genius. There's no question about it. Mm. Now, he did a lot of different forms. I'm, I'm not I'm drawing a blank, but he was considered, I mean, he did jazz, he did blues, he did gospel. Mm-hmm. So he was extremely versatile. Very. Extremely versatile. I mean, Donnie added other ingredients. I mean, other genres. You like you mentioned jazz, blues, R&B, uh, pop, you know, everything. All the ingredients to make a music genre. Donnie mm-hmm. had added, added, you know, uh, all those genres in, the, in, in, in this ing- particular Mulligan stew. That was like the important ingredient, ingredient for the Mulligan musical stew, actually. Um, everything. Donnie was a you know, he just was this genius. This mad genius. Wow. Yeah, now he he had some issues mm-hmm. in terms of uh uh mental issues, right? Yes. Sadly he uh he was a schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that was his main main issue, his schizophrenic. And uh, you know he would he he became paranoid. He would hear voices, people were out to get him. You know there was a session in the studio. Matter of fact, his last session um, before his death, he had got together with Eric Mercury, and mm-hmm. you know and then they were in the studio and and the next thing you know, Donnie started hearing voices that you know uh, people were out to get him. White people were out to get him, and they're gonna you know they're trying to put this. Thing on his brain to you know extort his music from his brain and it was real sad you know and um, he would look at the television set and see spots you know like you see the spots and you know like the the um, different uh, things you see on like a like a videotape a blank video yeah and he would see things in you know I don't know what it was he would see but it was just something that. it's it, he became paranoid, schizophrenic, you know, and um, yeah, he had a lot of issues. He did. Now, was that throughout his career, or yeah. did that? Yeah. Or was it was the end? That was throughout his career. Uh, okay. You know he, um, you know, bouts of depression, schizophrenic, paranoia. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was throughout his career. Unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. But despite that, uh, various artists really wanted to work with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like a, you know, like I mentioned earlier, he he worked with Curtis, you know, and mm-hmm. of course, the Roberta Flack is most one of the most famous duets in Mr. Music history. Um, you know, he, you know, like I said, he's worked with other people, you know, mm-hmm. um, Quincy Jones, Nerf Wind of Fire, different ones. He worked with. Various people, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, you know, and and his genius was beginning to really, really shine. Extremely, Jerry Wexler of Atlantic Records, when he first noticed him, he said, um, "He's a genius of our time," you know. Mm-hmm. And when he made the Ghetto album, "Everything Is Everything," you know, this is where, you know, um, Billboard magazine considered him 
you know, to be a new uh, Rolling Stone magazine, excuse me, to be a new force in music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is 1970 when he came out with the first album. Because this, you know, this is when the music was changing at the time, and this was the 70s. So, right. you know, everything was changing. The music, you know, was that was called sort of amplified, kind of calmed down a little bit. Now you put message in the music and not loud screaming guitars and stuff that we you had in the late 60s, but more the singer songwriter thing where everything was just, you know, mellow. Where everything was just mellow. Like, you know, when Bill Withers and all of them came out at that time, you know, James Taylor, I mentioned him earlier, and people like that. Uh-huh. Um, this is what was going on at the time. And of course, Donnie wanted to express things that was going on in the ghetto where he was from. So, you know, if you listen to his music, you know, whatever was in Donnie's mind is what he wrote. That's what he expressed. Wow. I'm learning a lot. I I knew the name. I just mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know I didn't know enough. I'm I'm very I'm very pleased. I'm learning a lot here. So, how close was he and Roberta Flack? Oh, like brother and sister. Like brother and wow. sister. Uh, they were very, very close. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can hear through the records, you know, you can see the magic that they put towards each of the duet songs that they perform. It's like a Marvin and Tammy, the show we did a couple of years ago with Marvin and Tammy. Right. And we, you know, you heard the, mu- the, the magic through Marvin and Tammy. Same with Roberta mm-hmm. and Donnie. They had that, that mystical magic that was unexplainable. You know, mm-hmm. you can listen to them. This is the close I get to you. You think they were romantic lovers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, back together again, they're having a good old time, partying. You know? Um, so they were very close. They were very, very close. And they went to school together. They went to Howard. And they knew each other for years. You know, so they both were up and coming artists at the time, and Roberta, of course, her career didn't come into like really nineteen. Well, she had albums out before, but mm-hmm. it made a little noise, but not when until the you know uh, the first uh, time I ever saw your face. Mm-hmm. You know, the um, her first album, the first take album. You know, thanks to Clint Eastwood, actually, because other than that, you know, not to say she wouldn't have a career, but she wouldn't be internationally famous if it wasn't for that song. So this is during the time both both of them was up and coming. And, um, you know, Donnie, you know, he did, you know, he did uh, a movie called Quincy Jones, Come Make Charleston Blue. That was a, a 1972 black exportation movie that was a sequel to Cotton Comes to Harlem. And, and, uh, yeah, and, um, Donnie sings, you know him and another lady, Margie Joseph, another talented, you know, um, unsung uh, great artist, and um, he sings on that album. Little Ghetto Boy is the one I featured. That's one of my favorites by him. Uh-huh. And, uh, Little Ghetto Boy, you know, and um, he worked with Christy Jones on that album. So they asked him to do soundtracks, and you know, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I just received a I just had a a text message from um a listener that said um they didn't know about 
um, Donnie's mental instability. Mm-hmm. So um, a question that they had for you, Mike, and it's a you know opinionated personal question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it was the level of genius that he had musically that um? Well, I'm I'm just talking. The question they actually asked is, do you think that his his mental instability had an effect positively on the music that he was creating? No. No, Donnie was just a genius all around. I think that's a separate issue, mm-hmm. uh, medically speaking. And uh, it, it, to me, that was... No, Johnny, Donnie was a God-given talent. You know, it had really nothing to do with his issues or nothing to do with his mental issues. Uh, he was just another human being that just had issues, <laughs> problems, you know, mentally, okay. sadly. So, no, it had nothing to do with anything, you know, his musical genius at all. You know, he just had a God-given gift. You know, that was unbelievable. You know, so no, I, I'm in my humble opinion, no, it had nothing to do with his his medical issues. At good, all. good. Hmm. So but I tell you something. I'm going to add something to that question. Um, okay. Towards the end, when Roberta Flack was recording the duet album, the last duet album they did. Uh, no, actually, let's go back to the Blue Lights in the Basement, Roberta Flack, when they did The Closer I Get to You. Donnie was in the hospital, mm-hmm. um, and they had she had to get permission to get him out of there to, to record The Closer I Get to You. And, um, you know, he was in a bad state at the time. But when he got to that studio, let me tell you, everything, I mean, you, you would never even notice mm-hmm. that he had issues. Because wow. if you if you listen to that song, he he sings, I mean, unbelievably. I mean, as you guys know, you, you know the song, you know, mm-hmm. and you feel it. He just got out of the hospital, and he had to, you know, and of course he had to return back to the hospital after that recording session. Same with um, back together again, you know, he they had to get him out of the hospital to record. So in really answering that question, no, it had nothing to do with his. Um, uh, his mental state at all because once I think a singer whatever issues they have that's what perks them up their gift that God mm-hmm. even give will perk them up and get they wouldn't mentally they wouldn't even think about the illness because if you know music is like a healing force you know this is why I mean you know, entertainers get paid millions and millions of dollars because this is what they're here to do and if you notice, entertainers visit hospitals and, and, and sick people. They perk up mm-hmm. when they see their favorite people. They forget the illness. So the same capacity that Donnie had for music had nothing to do with his, his illness. Wow. Hmm. Okay. So... Is there any chance that Donnie and Roberta Flack are more than brother and sister? No. Not at all. He was married. He he was married. You know, of course, you know, he had two daughters, Layla, who's another great singer, and mm-hmm. uh his other daughter who sang who sang background for uh American Idol. You know, she was oh. one of the background singers and you know, if you look at like the first uh well, you know, Let's just say, like the 
three years, two, three years seasons ago. She, you could see her. And matter of fact, she was introduced in American Idol as Donny Hathaway's daughter because one of the contestants had sang uh, Donny Hathaway's song. I think it was Someday We'll All Be Free or one of, one of his songs um, on American Idol. And she sang background. So, and of course, we know Layla is a great artist, you know, mm-hmm. um, looks just like him and acts like him too, and plays an instrument, and you can you can see Donnie within Layla, you know, mm-hmm. and you can hear her, you know, interpretations of lyrics, like like what her father would do, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to listen very closely, you know. So no, it has nothing. No, they were they weren't like that. It was just a brother and sister thing. Okay. Okay. All right. So you know, I always ask you whenever mm-hmm. you I was, I was, I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always ask you. You know, if you had to pick one song to take on an island, you can wow. only listen for the rest of the days. What's it gonna be? Wow, that's another hard one. Yeah. And a matter of fact, uh, all of that you know, listen to tonight. And I had more favorites that I wanted to add, but um, I like them all, you know, every last one of them. It's like children, you know, you don't pick your favorite child. It's like you all come with me on the island. So I would take all of them on the island with me and and just play duet with Roberta and his solo um, releases as well. Um, If you're going to ask me like a strong song, Mm-hmm. Of course, it's um, someday we'll all be free because, you know, you know the song is based on freedom, of course, you know. And if you're talking in the Afro-American community, you know, it, it relates to that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also say this Christmas because, you know, that's like an iconic Christmas song, you know, mm-hmm. and that's been played in all the holidays and featured in compilation Dozens and dozens of compilation CDs, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it's just too many. I could sit up and say, "Where is the love?" Which you know takes me back to my childhood. You know, summer of '72 when I first heard it. Uh, Little Ghetto Boy, which when I saw the movie come back, Charleston Blue. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's just too many. It's too many. So I'm, I'm just gonna say all of them. <laughs> Boy, <you know. laughs> that's all. That's always a good answer. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> okay, oh. in the chat in the chat room, Mike uh, Terry Tobin is in the chat room. Shout out to Terry Tobin. Um, she wants to know what what opinion do you have on the Mood album? The Mood album. Uh huh. Donny Hathaway's mood album? Which one she's talking to? She's talking about... What? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Donny Hathaway's mood album. I see it says, what can... What, yeah, what can you say about the mood album? Mood album. Um, I think it's a good album. I thought it was I thought it was a good album. I, I, got, I got thrown off for a minute, so I apologize to her for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I thought... Very good album. Very good album. Um... It's just you know that that's I don't know I just say it's a great album. Okay. Great album. Okay. Hmm. All right. What's your favorite album of his? 
oh, my favorite album. Don, uh, oh, me or you're asking? Yeah. Me? Yep. Ooh, I would have to say, hmm, Extinctions of a Man. In tie though, in tie with Roberta Flack and Donny Hathaway's last album, we're back together again, and you are my heaven. God don't like ugly, and so many others, you know. Because the Stations of a Man really—that's the, the the album that really—I don't know. It's just something about that album that just tells a story. Oh, it—it's it, it, Donny Hathaway expression. I would call it. You know, mm-hmm. he's expressing a lot through his music in that particular album. So I'll okay. say that, you know, as far as his solo, Extinction of a Man. Okay. Somebody, didn't somebody do, uh, didn't somebody do an album, what, a song for him after he passed? There were tributes. Right, to right. Him. Yeah, they they were tributes to him. Um, um, yeah, you know, it was it was a bunch of tributes to him. You know, I think, um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what it was, but I can't think of the albums individually. But it was it was it was a lot of tributes to him. Yeah, by various artists, Stevie Wonder and. You know, even Usher and Justin Timberlake, you know, they all idolized him as well. So it was a bunch of them. But I can't think of the LP individually that they all did, you know. Right. But, yeah, um, oh, wait a minute. You know what? I, I kind of left something out here. You asked my favorite album. I have to include Donny Hathaway mm-hmm. Live. That, I was just about to ask you about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to add that. That's the one that I, I I know from my limited knowledge of Donnie. That's the one that I've heard artists say was the one that influenced them mm-hmm. the most. Yeah, that album alone, you know, that is the one. He was live at the bitter end, and he was at his sharpest when he recorded that album in late '71. Because I remember it being released in '72. And um, yeah, yeah, I have to definitely add that one myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a masterpiece LP. That's one that everybody should have in their collection. If you if you're a Donny Hathaway fan, oh. you know, because even the audience, the audience gets into the group Donny's groove. You know, his band, everything is like, you know, pristine. Mm-hmm. You know, musically speaking. Really a shame. I mean, the guy was only thirty. Mm-hmm. And a and a, a really a genius. Yes. It's just uh, his story is one of the more interesting ones, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say that you know, and and for us back then, thinking back and doing this show tonight, it's taking me back. You know, um, thirty six years of his death. You know, uh, how mm-hmm. he died. It was a mm-hmm. shock to us because, you know, Close I Get to You was like a huge, huge, huge song in 78. And uh, was played in every basement party I went to back in the day, you know. And um, 
And the year later, you know, you know, he, you know that that January, it was like wow. Everybody said, "Did you hear about Donny Hathaway?" I said, "No." And then on the radio at that time, we had w, here in New York, we had WBLS, and there was no Kiss at that time, so it was BLS. And um, they reported that Donny Hathaway had, you know, committed suicide, and it was just unbelievable. You know, it was, you know, like everybody felt about Whitney Houston a couple of years ago when she died. That's how we felt about Donny Hathaway back then. You know, it was a shock to the community. You know, no, some believe that he was not dead at all. We didn't, believe, I didn't believe it. You know, but yeah, it was true. Wow. Deep stuff. Well, it again. <laughs> Thank you. Do it again, man. <laughs> Before we let you go, though, I gotta ask you. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna win the NBA championship? Oh man, I got into it. Oh man, I'm gonna stay out of that one because I nearly got to. Um, sports <laughs> argument, you know, with somebody. I'm staying out of that one. I'm gonna let Booney, you. Get... We're family here. You can I know. Tell us you think. I know, but I think I'm gonna stay neutral when it comes <laughs> to that. So oh. you do. That's that's your. I'm gonna toss the baton to you, <laughs> and you say it. Mm. <laughs> well. I think Golden State has the best chance right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they'll win, but they have the best chance. Okay. I'm going to be thinking about you when, you know, this this, song, this thing is going to go on. So. <laughs> well, I just hope LeBron <laughs> doesn't win. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> Anybody but that guy. Yeah. Yeah. T Mitch, any parting words for Booney? I'm 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 good, you know. Uh I've I got my I had to open the laptop up, I got iTunes up, get my Donnie Hathaway on because I, I should have known more, I should have did better. The next time we uh this name comes up, I'm uh, I'm gonna be on my P's and Q's. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, you know, every every week is good. This is this is by far one of the most listened to shows every month. So you know, absolutely love mm-hmm. it and and looking forward to the next month. Well, that's how I'm happy to hear that. You know, and thanks to all the listeners, you know, uh, for tuning in. You know, really, I enjoy doing them. Hey, we you enjoy having Tony. You are teaching us something every month. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, Booney. We're going to wrap the show up, man. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, all thanks right, so Mike. much. And all to all listeners, have a blessed night. And you guys have a great uh, Memorial Weekend. Everyone, please be safe out there, you know. And um, thanks for tuning in. And, all right, all right man. Mike. All right, take care. My man. Right. Yeah, man. Donnie Hathaway. Let me make sure I get get all of that in there. All right, Q, do your thing, man. QT with the Q, man. <laughs> well, as we uh, come to Memorial Day weekend, 
You know, I had so many different topics I wanted to talk about, T-Bitch. And, you know, you can only pick one, which uh, mm-hmm. is always a challenge. But you know what? I, I found a disturbing trend that I read an article about recently where a lot of NBA players are gang members. Mm. And it's a lot of the guys that we root for, like James Harden. Oh, and Paul Pierce. Wow. Yeah. And, and you know, a lot of these guys are in gangs and, you know, Zebo and the guys that we all root for. Mm. So it's interesting that they are in a their kids are looking up to them. And they're gang members. So if you really pay attention... They're throwing up these gang signs during games, during plays, all the time. As a guy that interacts with gang members through work and other things, I would say that this perpetuates a cycle that is never-ending. Because if you're young and you're looking at them and they have money... You want to be like them. You see them throwing up a gang sign. Guess what? And the cycle continues. So, I'm not sure what the solution is to this one. But definitely check out the article. You can just Google NBA players that are gang members. The article will come up. There you go, T. Mitch. That's all. Wow. Wow. I think I'm going to look that up now. Um, once again, um Big shout out to Mike Bone, Chancellor of Soul, uh, for this great episode, Dining Halfway. Um, this episode will be up, so again, shout out to everybody if you're listening on your cell phone, your desktop, the Apple Podcast, at iTunes, the Android Pocket Cast, at however you have decided to find the new old soul show, and shout out to the 84, I'm sorry, the 94. Um, likes that we've gotten over the past week. Um, find us at facebook.com slash the soul show. Follow us at blogsradio.com slash the soul show. Uh, we're at the soul show on Twitter. Um, next week we have an in rotation playlist from uh, one of my favorite Geminis, um, Ralia. We're going to figure out how to get her music and everything on the show. And um, I think I am good. My birthday is Saturday, so I'm very excited. So, um, oh, what you doing? I am going to the Jersey Shore Food Truck Festival down you in Monmouth. Yes, I am going to head down there, down in Monmouth. I love food truck festivals. Anybody that likes to Mitch and you want to do anything to make me happy, get me some food off of a food truck. Everybody I love it. Absolutely love it. Looking to have a good time. And then after that, I will be in Huawei at the Huawei Rec Center for a pro wrestling for a pro wrestling syndicate show. I'm just going to have a really, really good time. But I like wrestling. Hey, I reached out to you. You said you were going to a wedding. Oh, it's Sunday, huh? No, we're going Saturday. You said you had oh, a wedding. that's right. I got to go Saturday night. So don't remind me about Long Island, T. Mitch. Now I'm mad all over again. All right. I'm good, though. Get us out of here, man. <laughs>
Thanks, Mike Boone, for holding it down like you always do. Um, For T. Mitch and myself, we will be back next week when we will try to do better. I will be in Long Island this weekend at a wedding because I have an idiot friend that decides to get married on Memorial Day weekend all the way off in Long Island. So, until next time, check out x2dl.com. And we're out of here. Good night, everybody.